What's up, Shy Tucky Bourbon Brothers? Mike and Tony, you got a taste for some whiskey? Because I do. You know what? I like a little little night moves. A little, a little something smooth on a crazy busy day. The whiskey makes the night move. The whiskey <laughs> moves make the night move. I don't know where Does you're going with this. <laughs> I don't know if this is where I want to go. Try to tie whiskey into a little uh, little Seeger. I just like Seeger. I do too, and I just like that song. It's a good song. Uh, reminds me of being a little a little kid dancing in my uh, cousin's basement, swiveling my hips around. Uh, all right, all right, all right. we're done with this now. We're done with this. I don't know where we're going. We're swiveling hips. We talked about chaps last time. This is a bad start. Oh, it's a great start. We are here at the Whiskey House, Mike and Tony, having some whiskey. And um, I'd go with, uh, this is a pretty good one today. Uh, it's actually our first time that we're doing a rye. Yes, it is. And I'm not typically a huge rye fan. And but I, it's growing on me. And we've talked in the past that, um, well, what makes it a rye, Tony? What makes it a rye is it has a lot of rye in it. It has more rye than corn. More than 51% percent percent. So a bourbon's 51% corn. This has uh, this is primary rye. Um, rye comes with kind of a, I think, kind of a stickier um, spicier, more full mouthfeel, um, a whole different finish. I think it starts out real bold and kind of tails off at the end where sometimes a, a bourbon whiskey starts off real soft and then kind of elevates at the end. But that's just kind of my opinion. Uh, to get into the rye we're having today is the, you know, slightly cultish, uh, kind of a big deal, the Kentucky Owl Rye. Uh, and we just kind of did a little research. I thought they were still making it. They kind of ran out of it. They made, <laughs> we're drinking, actually, I went in our uh, little whiskey, one of our whiskey rooms with kind of the special stuff and found the batch one, which yes. came out in 2017. Then obviously someone drank all the batch two. And then we also had. <laughs> that to- somebody is talking right now. <laughs> I, think my, <laughs> I think my wife drank it. Oh. Uh, and then, sorry, Larry. Uh, and then, um. We have the batch three, which came out almost two years later in 2019. Um, the so we're we're gonna kind of bounce back and forth with both. I think they're pretty similar enough. Uh, Tony has agreed, and then I'll let him talk. Uh, but real quick, the batch one is an 11 year at 110.6 proof, and the batch three is a 10 year um, at 114 proof. And Tony just asking the right questions was like. Why did the ten year come out two years later? And I can't figure it out. I, usually, when you have these series of uh, yearly series of these different bourbons and ryes and whiskeys, they seem to get older. Like if you go to the uh, Orpheus Barrel uh, rhetoric, they did like a 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25 year. So they were all getting older with every release. Where this one's younger, and I don't really know why, except for that it just does. Maybe the Kentucky Owl is the fountain of youth. So <laughs> get you younger. You go there, and two years later, you're one year younger. <laughs> well, if, I, if bourbon can make us younger, I'm never going away. Oh, I'm never going away either way. <laughs> so um, the Kentucky Owl. Uh, so started. Um, they they make bourbon as well. Um, but in 2017, they rolled out a rye, and they have since been bought by Stoley, um, mm-hmm. which we. 
you know, like Angel's Envy got bought by Bacardi. Obviously, Stoli didn't have a premium uh, whiskey, bourbon, bourbon whiskey or rye brand, and so they bought them. Um, they source this so uh, Kentucky Owl doesn't make it. We think they ran out, and in the future they're going to be rolling out rye that they made. I think um, I think that they definitely ran out. I yeah. think when they started doing this, so the, the background on Kentucky Al is that it actually started in uh, 1879, and then it lasted until Prohibition. So in 1990, it ended. Um, there was some stuff where they were making stuff, you know, black market, things like that, but it really completely went away until 2014 when the dead Deadman family got back into it. At that point, obviously, they had nothing in their barrels, so they were sourcing. And so it was that, 1800s the Deadmans too? And then like was. many, many generations later, they were like, oh, we should start up great-great-grandpa's yes. old-school pre-prohibition brand. That's a pretty cool story. Yeah, it's pretty solid. Pretty solid. Um, That's what you what? get. Splat out. Bam. Um, keep going. Keep no, going. Keep so going. Anyway, the cool thing, so the Kentucky Owl, it was all sourced, and if you notice... We talk a lot about sourcing bourbon, sourcing rise, and we talk a lot about Indiana with MGP. We talk a lot about Dickel with Tennessee, but this is a sourced Kentucky straight whiskey. So it's all different different distilleries in Kentucky, which is cool because it's Kentucky for once. Um, usually with rise, rise tend to go a lot of MGP. MGP has a great reputation on rye. Yeah, totally. And I'm going to touch on something else that this in 2017 came out with a retail price of 130 bucks. So we talk on price a lot. So this right off the bat, they knew they had something good or they just wanted to come to like present day prices. You know, people talk all the time that really good stuff comes out. You know, Michter's comes out at 130 bucks as well. And that's a super crazy famous brand. And it's a 10 year, they're famous 10 year. So 130 bucks. And then in 18 and 19, they jumped their retail to 199 retail holy crap you're going to your your big liquor store and paying 200 bucks and they went up again on their last one so batch four is their last batch they call it the last batch it's obviously because they ran out of juice and um yeah that i think went up to 250 actually yeah i mean that's the so present day prices you know the old school brands are still thinking it's crazy to charge north of 100 and now brands like uh kentucky owl are going north of 200 so maybe that's more to come with a lot of brands but um yeah, i blame it on the the buy also the purchase from stoley's happened in um january of 2017 oh, which did. is okay. right after or right around the time they were releasing their batch one so when they got to their batch two i think corporate america got involved personally but i can't prove that yeah so let's um let's you want to take a sip? Let's smell it first. Oh, all right. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, we also, uh, pre-podcast, paired this with a spicy beef jerky. Mm, oh, was, that was legit. We don't do a lot of pairings with food, but I just had a bag of beef jerky. I'm like, Tony. So I'm, I'm going to smell batch one. Uh, are you doing batch yeah, one batch or batch one, three? Batch one all for right. sure. So again, the 2017 batch one, 110.6 proof. So for me, it's... Um, it's just, it's a lot of floral, a little bit of citrus. What do you have? Anything, anything specific? I Obviously. think that's the thing with a rye is, is that right away you get like that, that spice, that rye, that baking spices, you know, that kind of stuff. This, I think it's popular and kind of a big deal because what comes through next for me is kind of a, um, I think you said for me, it's more of a fruit, um, kind of a citrus just like a 
like almost like a what would be like a tart more of like a tart fruit. Mm, so cool. Uh, maybe apple, lime, orange, something kind of citrusy. Mm. Um, and then a lot of times there's there's like either like a mint or like a pine um, on the nose of a rye. Yeah, I was just um, say that's a rye characteristic. Yeah, and it, it's just not for me. You get so many diff- different factors in a in a bourbon whiskey over a rye whiskey. But don't get me wrong; it's not like we're smelling something that's horrible. So, um, cheers. Yeah, let's have a sip of this. To me, it's immediately sweet. Coat your mouth, mm. sweet. It's just so coating, and just yeah, like like I like I started with a rye, just starts off so bold, and it's like, what is this? And then you realize it's why ryes make a lot of cocktails better too. Yeah, a lot of a lot of times Manhattans and um and oh. old fashions will be made with with pretty good rye. Um, and then it kind of the finish kind of goes away, but um, yeah, a lot of a lot of sweetness, which is which is super fun it, it doesn't come off like this burning right and for 110 proof it kind of should yeah. so it comes off lower proof i kind of compared it to a michter's rye which in illinois we can't find that on the shelf you got to go searching somewhere else for it and it aftermarkets for you know mid 200s to 300 bucks so to even come close to being compared to that is pretty is is something pretty cool um how's the finish for you i think the finish is good i actually the warmth, in my opinion, is very evenly spread throughout my mouth. I feel like it's it's there. It's I still have a little bit into uh, I still have a little bit there. Yeah, just kind of hanging around. I'm gonna I'm gonna try. Do you have any batch three left? Um, I do. I so I I'm not very good at comparing the two. I I believe these are are very similar, even though this this uh, batch number three is just a tick higher on the proof. See if you're if you're at retail again, they jumped from 130 bucks to to 200. So you almost want to find batch one again. It's four four years on the shelves now, so it's probably pretty pretty hard to pretty do. hard to do. Um, but they're close enough that I would go batch one on the price. Um, if they were the same price, I would go batch two because it just comes through with a little a little sweeter note. Um, you know, a little bit more on the bourbon side with that kind of vanilla. And less of that like rye chewy mouthfeel. Um, and one thing I should talk about something that I drink a lot of um, in the rye category is Pikesville. Mm-hmm. Um, Pikesville, I think, is thirty bucks, thirty five, maybe forty. Um, it's a real entry level. Um, I think it's like seven years, uh, six years old. I'm sorry. Um, this this exceeds that by a lot. Again, it's nearly triple the price, but. When you're when you're paying up for this, I feel like it's worth it. So you know, on the batch three, I think I got a little toffee at the end, a little toffee on that taste. I don't know. If you meaning, got that. meaning like just a really awesome sweet note. Yeah, just you know, other than the regular caramel vanilla, um, it's just got like a little like a toffee with a little bit of hazelnut, like a little like hazelnut coffee. That's what I actually like about it. Is it starts kind of going into that bourbon category where there's like a sweetness that you can break down, you know? Oh, that, for sure. That vanilla, the toffee you talked about, um, the caramel we always talk that we're not going to talk about, but we we do. You have to. And it doesn't come through real real rye-ish. Again, so if you love a real big rye, maybe go closer to the batch one again, which is probably really hard to find, but um, batch three is uh, from 2019 is delicious. Yeah, I think this is great. I mean, for me, this is a this is this is exactly like um, so. The guy who runs uh, the family member who runs Kentucky Owl, his name is Dixon Deadman. 
mm-hmm. and he made a comment that said, good rye to me is not an everyday pour. It's a sipping whiskey at its core. Though it should mm. be thought-provoking and heavy-hitting, it should not be drank every day. Whoa. And I was like, hmm, I could see that a little bit in this. This is a really good one. This isn't something I would have every day, probably because of the price, but secondary because it's just... It's very well done, in my opinion. I like that thought-provoking part, and I actually <clears throat> totally agree that at my house, I probably if I have, I probably have three ryes to every ten bottles of bourbon. So rye is kind of a special, a special mm-hmm. occurrence or a special night where I'm just wanting to do something I don't have that regularly because I also don't have that much of it, and the stuff I have is, you know, pretty pretty uh, fun stuff to drink and try out. Um, but let's go into the sip method, uh, sharing this big guy. I, you know what? I'm probably only sharing this with people that I know like rye. This is not something I'm going to give to somebody that says they like rye. They have to like rye. I agree that uh, breaking out a rye when you're so used to people drinking um, the more popular, like, oh, I'm a maker's drinker or, oh, I'm yeah. a, you know, a Knob Creek drinker or whatever, and there's just more. Go to your liquor store and look at the shelf. The rye shelf is like 10% of the overall whiskey shelf. For sure. Like, I mean, this is like like when Lee's around here. <clears throat> Lee's a big rye guy. I know we, we just opened up that old St. Nick. This is something that next time he's over here, I'm going to make sure he takes a sip of. Yeah, totally. Um, influence. I mean, it's there. They're kind of a newer brand. I like the history. Um, there was also something on their website about during Prohibition, um, one of their warehouses burnt down and they kind of blame it on Chicago and, uh, <laughs> Why not? and Al Capone. We've talked about him before and that all of their, uh, he got the juice out before the, before he burned it down and then brought it to all his speakeasies. So that kind of <laughs> influences like, I, I don't know. It's like a meh. Yeah. I mean, I think the Kentucky Al bourbon, which we, we aren't really talking about, but the influence on that is so high because of their crazy limited releases. I mean, you got to remember one of their releases, they only le- released 194 bottles, which is, one barrel on one of the releases as That's crazy nuts. as that sounds. I mean, and then it goes all the way up to only 2,500, 2,535 barrels is their highest release until the last one. Wow. That's so nuts. it's really crazy when you start getting into these really, really small batch stuff influence to me on the rise. I've never been a crazy rye guy. I do like this. I would absolutely get one of these bottles goes to, which puts us right into price. It's a big price. If you're trying it, you should go to your local uh, bar or establishment and, and taste a sip somewhere else first because before I would personally drop 200 bucks on a bottle of um, a bottle of rye that you're not even sure you like, you should go taste it somewhere. I couldn't agree with that more. What I will say, though, a different perspective is uh, you work hard and you should treat yourself. Yeah. And when you go to a liquor store, you might be, you know, getting a bottle of, like, you know, a French Bordeaux for your wife and you look down and it's a hundred bucks and you see this in the case four years ago, that is. And you're like, Oh, I'm going to get that for myself, 130, and she's going to get the $100 bottle of wine. And, and you guess what? what's going to last a lot longer? The bourbon's going to be there for a year. Bourbon's going to be there for a long time because it really hits you. It's really good, but it's kind of a, it's kind of a saver. So I would, um, the price definitely knocks me back, but, um, sometimes really, you have to treat yourself. I'm really pleasantly surprised with, um, how good it is because that would have been a big it's really cool how a it's big gone. kick in the i mean one of the things is they're not making it they haven't made it since 19 i guess but imagine the kick in the stomach if you left there with that batch three for 200 bucks plus tax you're almost at two and a quarter and you got home and it sucked yeah that would be a real kicker and that would have just put people in a bad place that's not the case um it's pretty 
freaking good. So Kentucky Owl, batch one, batch three. Batch one is 11-year. Batch three is 10-year. The batch two in the middle was also a 10-year. I might have a four at home. I'm going to look. I don't think I do, but if I do, we'll, we'll maybe we'll, we'll have to add a four as a little collection here. Yeah, and they, they again, they have bourbons. They have that bourbon. Uh, it's called Confiscated. It's pretty good. It's a much cheaper price point, which is something to try out. We'll get into that another time. Uh, Shy Tucky Bourbon Brothers, we are going to take you out. Where's our takeout song? Well, it's, there it's, it's, it is. It's, it's ramping up. We're going to do something a little ramping, different. Ramping. Do sorry. something just a little sorry, different sorry. here. I love the beginning of this. A little, we're going to stay with this mellow vibe on these busy weeks just to kind of you know ease us out of here. Mike and Tony, Shy Tucky Bourbon Brothers, we take care of the whiskey so you can focus on with whom you share it. Man, it was really nice to drink two bourbons today, not just one. <laughs> Uh, they taste very similar. On very Tuesday, similar. Yeah, very similar. Kentucky Owl, good stuff. Good to be with you, T. See you guys. Thank you. Thanks Talk for listening. Talk soon.